Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Woe Now, the podcast bringing you candid conversations relevant to the masses. I hope you've been doing well since I recorded an episode. I'm definitely doing better because my semester is over with this virtual online learning semester, full semester, should I say, um, was super trying. It was super stressful, exhausting, but I can finally, you know, recommit my time to things that, you know, I am interested in and passionate about and that bring me joy instead of bringing me pain. So I hope that you all have been well and have been in the same mindset recently. Um, A few updates. So of course, as I mentioned in one of my previous episodes, right now is early voting for the Georgia runoff, the Senate runoff. And I voted the day after polls open because, you know, I'm early. I, I, I'm I not fashionably late. I, I, I stay with it. So I already voted. My mother already voted. And for all of my listeners who are from Georgia and are eligible to vote, please make sure that you vote early. Um, if you're sending a ballot, make sure that you either, either drop it off or mail it in early. Um, there were a lot of precautions for those who are trying to vote in person. So I think that it would be a safe option, but, you know, of course, do whatever is comfortable for you. But I encourage everyone to vote who can vote in Georgia. These ads have been crazy, literally nonstop ads. It feels like 24-7. They were showing ads at 1 a.m. Like it's it's been going insane. So they've been flooding the, the airways with ads, but, you know, it's almost over, but it's very necessary. So Make sure to encourage everyone that you know to vote. Also, recently, I just made a big purchase. Um, I bought my first, like, expensive, like, material item. I bought myself a bike because I have been, like, I'm, I'm a big biker. I bike a lot in D.C. And so, you know, me buying myself a bike to kind of, make sure that I'm staying active and also having fun uh, was was my motivation behind it. But the bike was $500, which is like, that's average for a bike. It, it may even be cheap for a bike. But yeah, it, it's, it's the first big purchase that I've ever made. And I, I said to myself, you know, very soon I'll have to be paying rent. And so let's like not make my first big purchase rent, like something that has to go to the government. So um, I'm super excited. I've been using it so much and um, it just makes me feel really good. But jumping into this episode and what this effing problems is about, um, it's problems with putting yourself last. And as a student, I really feel for this. I, I really feel for this because especially in a time like this, people are prioritizing the work that they have to get done. There's a lot of fatigue um, coming from a lot of different sources. And, you know, now is really the time to put yourself first, put your goals first, put your health first. And, you know, we're just going to be diving into that, but also something really unique 
that I am trying out is the live from the kitchen um, idea slash concept. So while I am going through our deep dive, I am going to be cooking a dish. Yes, you heard that correctly. So um, you might hear some sizzling, some sounds. Um, I'll include all of the recipe uh, material on my Instagram page. So if you're not following me at well Now Pod, then make sure to follow me for like the the follow up to this um, episode. But yeah, we're gonna jump straight into it. So right after the break. Stay tuned for problems with putting yourself last. You are now listening to Teaching Tea, brought to you by the Woe Now Podcast. If your car could talk, what would it say? Hello, and welcome to this episode of Teaching Tea. Today, we will be making a cup of potent ginger tea while I unpack the future remedy of emotion-based driving. I have two packets of tea waiting in my favorite mug, Mm. and my kettle is heating on the stove. If my car could speak, it would tell me to sit back in my seat. There's nothing new that you can't see from back there. You're oversteering, honey. That's the whole point of driving an automatic. You don't have to do all the work. Loosen your grip on the wheel. You're choking me. Oh look, the water is done. Mmm, mmm, mmm. So soothing. With developing technology, our cars are becoming smarter and better equipped to handle our responses on the road, whether it be anxiety or rage. Researchers at Ford Company have begun testing facial recognition technology and sensors that could allow cars to understand the feelings of its operators, making it better prepared to work with their drivers. Wow. Just the thought of Felicia and I working as a duo warms my heart. It's time for tea. Add one tablespoon of your favorite honey to your cup. I hope this lesson has restored your faith in the future of automation. So sit back, Brenda. No need to fear. Your car has got it from here. This has been Teaching Tea. 
Brought to you by the Woe Now Podcast. Sip on that. All right, everyone. Welcome back from the break. So before the break, I mentioned that we were going to be trying out a new segment. So it's not even really a segment. It's more of just like kind of an episode type. So this is live from the kitchen and I am currently in my home kitchen right now. So I'm going to be walking you through the steps of how to make a dish while going into our deep dive today. So first of all, before I even, you know, start the deep dive, I'm going to tell you what we're going to be making. So I, I guess the best description would be a sweet potato, like a warm or hot sweet potato salad. Uh, it's it's kind of giving you like a, a Tex-Mex feel. We have some sweet potatoes that are already on the stove sauteing. And then we also have uh, some black beans that we're gonna be putting into a pan and um, a very quick pico de gallo that we're gonna be making. So this is gonna be really good. I'm excited to try this out. I'm nervous, but um, first of all, I'm gonna just start by telling you what is already in the pan. Let me get a sound check. So I've peeled um, some sweet potatoes, one sweet potato actually, chopped it up into like chunks. And it is now sauteing in my pan with olive oil. Um, I had preheated, of course, on medium heat. And I put in about a tablespoon of olive oil. I had maybe a teaspoon of garlic, that, you know, had to warm up. And then I also put in my sweet potatoes. In their seasoning with my sweet potato are cumin, a teaspoon, it's basically a, I'd say a teaspoon of everything. Cumin, chili powder, paprika, garlic powder, onion powder, salt, and pepper. I, I'd say maybe a dash, whatever you consider a dash of that would be. And also it's, it's up to you. Um, and some cayenne pepper, because I like being spicy. Going into our first problem with putting ourselves last is that if you don't commit to yourself, how can you expect someone else to? So while I'm explaining this, I'm going to be cutting up um, I'd say a quarter of an onion because that's going to be going, some of it is going to be going into our black beans and then some is going to be going into our pico de gallo. So committing to yourself or like showing commitment to yourself and to your own passions shows your belief in yourself. Um, I know that like from personal experience, when you're starting something new, it can be very difficult to like, commit to that thing and not get frustrated and like persist even through all of the initial struggle that you have. And, you know, committing to yourself, it shows that you truly believe that you can power through those initial struggles and come out on top and grow and elevate and truly you know, ascend, you know, just get better at what you're doing. You know, I, I personally felt like that with podcasting, you know, I had had some very minor experience in audio editing and video and, you know, all of that, but, you know, podcast seems like something that's very high risk. And for me, I was afraid of 
the potential of things not going well and me not knowing exactly what to do from the beginning. But I mean, nothing is like that. You can, you can never, you can never know exactly everything that you're supposed to be doing from the beginning. Like there's always growth that has to happen. Um, I've cut up my onion. I'm going to be starting my black beans. So I'm going to put some of my onion in there. And also I'm going to set some aside in a bowl. It's so hard to quantify like when you're talking to someone and not seeing someone. Okay, so I'm gonna put a handful, <laughs> a handful of onion in with my black beans and I have only one can of black beans. And then I'm gonna be setting some aside. Sound check on the onions. All right, so my black beans um, are getting started. I have uh, a, I'd say a teaspoon of garlic that is in a pan with some olive oil, a, like a tablespoon of olive oil. I have my handful of onions that are currently, um, you know, heating up right now. And I will, um, you know, continue with what I was saying. You know, you have to be your biggest supporter even when others, you know, may not follow suit initially. And so right now I'm gonna cut up half of my tomato that I have for my pico. And, you know, it's difficult because sometimes it can be a lot of work, you know, being your own cheerleader. Um, and, you know, you may feel like you need someone else to keep you motivated and to cheer you on when things get difficult, because they will. But, you know, that's when it comes, like you have to, you have to really be your biggest motivation and you have to, you have to see that the thing that you are working towards, you have the potential of being great at. And so you always have to be future focused. Um, when you're putting yourself last, like you can't be future focused for yourself because you're, you're so busy prioritizing other people's wants, needs, things that need to get done. And, and you're not, you're not prioritizing yourself. And so, um, you know, in those initial stages, you have to be your own biggest cheerleader. You have to be your own support and others will likely follow suit, but to keep you going, it has to start off with you. I've cut up my, my half of my tomato and it is now being thrown into my bowl with my onions. And now I want to go to the second reason why it's important not to put yourself last. You can't fill other people's cups without at some point becoming empty. And that is like, ugh. I, I relate with that so much because at one point my priorities were so off. I wasn't pouring into myself the way that I needed to. And so now I have some cilantro. I'd say maybe like, this is like two leaves of cilantro. And before I cut that up, I'm going to also just kind of mix around my onions and garlic and add some salt and pepper and then add the black beans because those need to get started. Mm. 
All right, so I've added my black beans. I rinsed them before I um, added them into the um, onions and garlic and everything. I added some salt and pepper, maybe like a, a pinch of each. And so now I'm chopping my cilantro. So yeah, so there was a point where I was not pouring into myself properly. I was so focused on, you know, getting things done for school and for organizations that I was a part of and just different things that did not have anything to do with bringing me joy directly. Like they were almost just like tasks and, and you know, other people's you know, work that I was prioritizing and, and not my own. And so it really came to a point where like, I had a conversation with my cousin and it was really in that conversation where I began to shift my mindset. Like um, I had told her how I was, you know, saving like two hours at the end of the day for myself to do whatever it, whatever it was I wanted to do, whether it was like read or, you know, do graphic design stuff or whatever it was, you know, the last two hours before I went to sleep was supposed to be my me time. And then she was like, no, like you have to, you have to prioritize your, you know, joys and things that make you happy first at the beginning of the day. So she was like, you know, I don't care how much time you have to commit to it. Like first thing you do when you wake up in the morning, like that has to be for you. And so I was like, wow, that's so true. And it completely, like once I did that, like I think I might've tried it the next morning after that conversation. Once I did that, I felt like I was not neglecting myself so much. I, I felt like I was, I just, I felt, I felt like I wasn't abandoning myself anymore. And that made me feel good um, about the goals that I was setting in actually making actionable steps to achieving those goals you know, I truly felt like I was reinvesting in myself. And, and that's something that, you know, I think we all should be doing. So I've added my cilantro into the bowl. Um, again, I said it was maybe about like two leaves. I can almost taste it. The third and final reason why it is important um, not to put yourself last is because not setting your own standards will lead to harmful adoptions of other people's standards. Before I dive into this last point, I am going to mix my black beans um, one more time and I'm going to be adding some cumin. So I'd say maybe about like a teaspoon of cumin would be good. And then my potatoes, I reduced the heat a little bit. So they're on like medium low now. And we're almost done with our, sa our pico de gallo because I use canned corn. One more sound check for the people in the back. All right, so I have actually, I'm, we're done with the sweet potatoes. So I've taken them off and they are now just sitting on the side. And I added uh, maybe about a teaspoon of cumin into my um, black beans. I also added a little bit of water, I'd say 
maybe like a, a an eighth of a cup, like a very small amount, just so that like it's on the bottom and that things can just kind of simmer and me- meld together. I've added my corn to my bowl and we are now going to be cutting um, half a lime and squeezing it in, then adding some salt and pepper and just kind of like mixing everything together. But I think it's really important to restate that when people say that comparison is the thief of joy, like let that sink in. That's so deep because it's so true. Comparison will make you lose your mind. And there was a point where I was not you know, reaching the goals that I felt like I should have been. And I was so like engulfed in social media and what other people were doing and how other people were living their lives and achievements that other people were, you know, obtaining that I lost sight of all of the great things that that were going on in my life. I was putting myself last and I wasn't achieving the goals within the time frame that I wanted to achieve them. And I was comparing, you know, my life to other people's lives. And it, it was just becoming so much that like, I was just not content and not feeling fulfilled. And I'm about to add a little bit of salt. Um, like I said, maybe like a, a I'd say a a dash, whatever a dash of salt is to people. And I'm also going to be adding some pepper. But when I wasn't setting my own goals to work toward, I started adopting the goals and practices and standards of other people. I was comparing myself to YouTubers who have been in this game for years. Like I was, you know, starting out in like Photoshop and editing and things like that. And I was comparing myself to people who have done this, who have like been doing this for seven years and have mastered the art of basically editing their YouTube videos and creating their own content and just setting unrealistic expectations for myself because of what I was seeing other people do. And that's not fair to me, you know? It's not fair for me to look at someone else's work and not even like take into account the years of failure and achievement and growth that they have had to undergo in order to get to that point. And so I'm about to mix my, um, my pico de gallo mixture, but all of that comparison came about because I wasn't setting the right kind of goals for the level that I was at. You know, I was, I was looking at what someone else was achieving and expecting or anticipating that I would get to that same level of achievement when they've put in a completely different level of work and time. And I mean, it really, all, all it is is time. You know, you will get to where you want to be in time. But, you know, that was unfair to me because 
those YouTubers, those same people that I was embracing and following and, you know, aspiring to be like, a lot of them have become really candid over the fact that like, you know, they've struggled a lot. Some of them, they were homeless at one point, you know, they not on the streets, but like they did not have their own place to call home. And they've really talked about the struggles that they've had in hopes of inspiring those who aspire to be like them that I, I like they, they hope that their journey, like those who are coming up, their journey is not as difficult as, you know, the people who are like the OGs right now. For me, when I was, you know, looking at where they are, I was not considering what it took for them to get there. And personally, I can hope, and I bet you they also hope that my struggle to get where they are is not as difficult as theirs was, or half as hard, or just that I don't experience the same things that they, you know, had to experience. They they walked so that I could run, you know, that's that's really what it's what it is. I also have to keep in mind that my path to success, whatever that is for me, or my path to trying to aspire to be where they are is not going to be like theirs. Though we may have the same aspirations, there's a divine way that things play out. And no one's path is the same. It, that, that just, if, if that was the case, then everyone could get there. Um, but I think that these are just different things that I have to consider when I'm thinking about who I want to be, how I should set standards for myself, how I should set goals, and just to re really understand that things take time. So now that all the talking is over and we have successfully you know, cooked everything. Our black beans are still on the stove, but they are done. So I prepare my bowl. I decided to layer my sweet potatoes on the bottom. They're actually very, like they're soft, but they're also like spicy and crispy and they're good. And then I put my beans over my sweet potatoes. And then I added just a little bit of pico de gallo on top. And so it's really good. I love how the pico de gallo kind of cools down the black beans because they were hot, but like the pico is kind of room temperature-ish. But it all tastes really good. I'm going to put all of the information for how to make this recipe on the Wodow Instagram. So if you're not following us, follow us at at whoa now pod on Instagram. And there you can also find a bunch of our other content that we have been posting recently. Um, but yeah, thank you all so much for following along through this live from the kitchen experiment. And we will come back after the break.
welcome back. Thank you so much again for tuning into another episode of Woe Now. I hope that this episode gave you a renewed sense of why you are so important to your own self-preservation and growth, really. And of course, the Effing Problem series continues, so make sure to follow the podcast in order to stay updated. If you're listening on Spotify, make sure to follow. And if you're listening on any other platform like Apple Podcasts or whatever else, uh, make sure to subscribe. And tell me how you like the cooking element on social media at Pod. And I'll also be dropping the recipe and steps for this Live from the Kitchen episode. So make sure to stay tuned for some behind the scenes and other elements. Also, shout out to the guide series that we have been doing. We've been doing Friday guides every Friday. And they're kind of just another way for us to give our suggestions and show you what things that we've been liking. So make sure to check those out. Those are also available on our Instagram at WoNowPod. All right. Of course, until we meet again, stay safe, stay hydrated, stay healthy, i.e. stay inside if you can, and I will talk to you soon. Shout out, shout out, shout out to Peyton Mack for the amazing graphics. You can follow her at underscore miss dot Mac underscore on Instagram. And also shout out to Isaiah Sims for our wonderful theme music. You can follow him at Zay Sims underscore on Instagram and at Zay Sims no underscore on SoundCloud. Acknowledgements for teaching tea today go to Gwen Topham from The Guardian for their article, The End of Road Rage, A Car Which Detects Emotions. Of course, I am on Alicia Law. Remember that life is a journey, not a destination. So live accordingly. Bye.